Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, sister. How are you? Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. I'm good, alhamdulillah. How are you? Alhamdulillah, good. Jazakallah khair for joining us today on the Naqabi Diary, sister. Could you oh, please? Thank you for inviting me. Alhamdulillah. Could you please introduce yourself for us and tell us a bit about what you do? Of course. So my name is Saliha and I'm uh, almost 18, inshallah. Um, I just started recently a YouTube that's just on like kind of like modesty and so and some Islamic reminders and everything. And yeah, alhamdulillah, I have a little um, calligraphy. <laughs> just going to shut myself up. <laughs> that's that's basically what I do. Of course, um, you can tell us all about your business. We want to know more <laughs> details about that too. Inshallah, don't feel shy, sister. <laughs> it's not that old. It's just quite. It's quite small to be honest. I just started in March, and then it was just kind of a hobby. And then I was just like, let me just um, do it on a larger scale because people wanted it. So, and I was quite surprised. So I was just like, okay, let me turn this into a little business now. So alhamdulillah, I do that alongside of YouTube while I'm just waiting um, in this lockdown to see where next we're going to head with my life, whether it's uni, inshallah. Yeah. So what are you going to be studying at uni? Hopefully law, inshallah. Law, mashallah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Right. So that's very interesting in itself. So can you tell us about um, your decision to wear the niqab? Okay, so Bismillah, I am not actually um, a full-time Naqabi yet. Mm-hmm. I um, hope to be, inshallah, one day. Inshallah. But I just started wearing it um, part-time now. Okay. So I, I started wearing it uh, when I was... Because in my first few YouTube videos, I mm-hmm. used to use um, an emoji to cover my face because I knew I didn't want to show my face yes. online. But then I just thought, you know, what, what if what if I just start wearing a Naqab instead? And it was all like... Um, it's because like I found like the reasons very very compelling like not to show off your beauty and everything yeah. and I, I just knew that inside me if I was gonna if I knew I was gonna go on camera I would at least put on something like I don't know lip gloss or something just to make myself look presentable mm-hmm. and that's all part of like beautifying yourself when you're not supposed to yeah. and I'm just like there's gonna be like random people and I cannot be naive and say that oh no man is gonna look at my videos you know what I mean so there's so I was just like I, instead of to stop this fitness, to stop this from happening, because I know it could happen, I just need to cover my face, and the niqab was the best um, best form of doing that, I thought, at the time. Yeah. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. I, think that's, I think that's really, mashallah, commendable decision that you made. Thank and, you. And uh, may Allah bless you in it. And I think it's I mean, a good idea as well, because even if you just run it part-time, I think it's um, one of the, like, a beneficial um, point that we can take from this is, like, for example... Um, parents who raise their daughters to wear the um, hijab from a very young age when you yeah, get used to wearing yeah. something and it's easier for you to do it later on when you yeah, want to do it full time or you need to do it full time alhamdulillah yeah exactly alhamdulillah yeah i have been wearing um hijab for because uh, i went to i was actually born in nigeria sure. so i went to uh, i went to um, um an islamic school in nigeria so all the girls had to wear hijab so um when i came here I felt like I couldn't not wear hijab to school. I just feel weird. So I was used to that. And then eventually, just like uh, probably like last year or a year and a half ago, I started wearing jilbab. And then um, now, alhamdulillah, the only things I want to wear out is jilbab, nabaya, and um, hopefully naqab, inshallah. However, like it's been a little bit difficult because obviously I have been going out now and again. And I have been wanting to wear the niqab out since I started wearing it on camera. However, like... Um, I live in like a predominantly white neighborhood. Okay. So it's 
it's quite I'm, I'm bound to get scares and at, the, at first I didn't really think anything of it but then my parents were like you know it's probably best you don't wear um niqab out you know if you want to wear it for the camera fine but you know in the country that we live in it's like all being like quite protective mm-hmm. so I respect that decision there so I just like I don't wear it um full-time yet so hopefully because I know the uni that I'm going to in London is going to be quite multicultural it's going to be quite mm-hmm. metropolitan so there's, there's bound to be another um Nepali sister there so Inshallah. hoping to just convince them for when I go to uni Inshallah. so um, how do you anticipate for that like do you think that it's going to be acceptable at university have you done any inquiries about it um like how people because uh, I'm asking as well because I have spoken with a another sister earlier on today um yeah. and she mentioned that when she started um university i think she went to do um this is in nigeria actually she's a nigerian sister. oh really wow yeah she said then um, the the, the um, university that she had started going to, to i think she was studying marketing um basically um it like her first one of her first lessons that she had one of the teachers really embarrassed her about wearing the niqab and really said it was against the rules so because of that she even dropped out of uni I know I know UK like obviously there's more rules here for you know this kind yeah. of thing so it, yeah, I wouldn't think that would have happened in in Nigeria as well yeah it's quite strange yeah. no I'm quite I'm I'm a, a little bit scared but one thing that um kind of um pushed me forward is that I saw a YouTube video of a sister and she went to the same uni that I wanted to apply to and she was actually wearing she started wearing the club in that uni alhamdulillah yeah so I'm just like, hopefully, there's probably going to be other sisters that do that. And I know it's quite like a mixed uni. So but I know like probably in the world of work, I'll probably find it harder, mm. especially if you want to work in like law. I'll probably find it quite hard, if not like almost impossible to wear the niqab to office. But I just know that, you know, it's not like, you know, there, there's a whole like um, difference of opinion, whether the niqab is obligatory or not. Mm-hmm. I hold the stance that it's, not obligatory but it's quite um like recommended yes so i'm just i just hope that if i'm not able to wear it in like the world of work then um it's not like a sin a sin on me like i'm still trying my best yeah, and, yeah alhamdulillah that, that, and that's good mashallah because at least you've looked into it for yourself and done your research which yeah, is, I think is really like important and as well like I think it, it just like you said in the world of work you could carry on still wearing it part-time if that's what you wanted yeah yeah, like literally, like not necessarily going to work, but whenever I go out normally, and then if I'm not allowed to work in the office, fine, then just not in the office, but in other places. So hopefully I can get the courage to actually start wearing it sometimes. Inshallah. So how have you found, um, you know, obviously you said you've got a YouTube channel, and that's one of the reasons why you decided mm-hmm. that you wanted to wear the niqab, but you didn't yeah. want to really show your face online. How have you found that um, being a YouTuber, and how's, have you had any, um, you know, how's your reception been generally online with um, the niqab? Um, I think I, didn't, I haven't had anything negative as of yet, alhamdulillah, but it's just um, like curious people, because mm-hmm. I used to, like a year ago, I did, I did some kind of um, Islamic reminders, but my face was showing. Yes. So people that most of my followers are already used to seeing my face. Mm-hmm. But then, so then afterwards, when I, when I drastically started covering my face, I was just curious, like, why have you started covering my face now? And I, um, I kind of explained it a little bit on um, my Instagram story. I'm thinking of doing a video about it if people still ask more, inshallah. Mm-hmm. But I haven't had anything negative. Most of the people have actually been quite supportive. So alhamdulillah, it's, 
Yeah, I expected some people to just be like, why are you covering your face? I don't want to, I don't want to follow you anymore. You're so extreme. Do you understand? But alhamdulillah, I didn't get that. Alhamdulillah. So, yeah. So um, you mentioned that you live in a predominantly white um, neighborhood. Do you yeah. have any like friends who are wearing the niqab or is there anybody like in, in your life that you take as like an inspiration or that you kind of look up to that's kind of helped encourage you to make that step? Yeah, one um one um sister that really inspired me, people probably know her as um sister Bint Athin. Um may Allah um bless her. Honestly, she was um yeah. when she explained her own um niqab story, saying that she came from a predominantly white background as well, but in her uni um there were more she found like more niqabi sisters and that's what kind of inspired her. And I she her story really resonated with me because um we both before we started actually wearing niqab we both used to look at people who wore niqab as kind of extra because I would look at that and be like why do you have to wear that why do you have to cover your face like it's not it's not obligatory like you just have to cover your head you understand alhamdulillah when you start learning more and you start realizing more and you start looking at the stories of the um the um pious women before us you realize that it's not it's not extra at all it's just you know that extra layer of modesty so when she, what she used to do is um she used to say that she would not wear it when she was at home but then she would wear it um normally to respect her parents she would have worn it at home but because you know her parents were worried for her safety and the, the predominantly white people and everything mm -hmm. and i totally understand like you can you you can only do so much where you're not putting yourself in danger when you know that it's a, a dangerous position and the act that you're doing itself is not obligatory then you know like to kind of step back Mm -hmm. but then when you know that it's okay you're in a you're in a place where it's kind of people are used to seeing it then like it's all right and alhamdulillah I've gotten one or two friends that actually want to start wearing niqab as well so we're kind of in the same level so alhamdulillah for them because I think without them I'd only have um, been Athens to look up to which is quite you know because I I don't know her personally so I wouldn't have like that support next to me but alhamdulillah Allah has granted me those um two friends that also want to um wear niqab um, later on in life and we inspire each other are, the, are those two friends from the same background as you um no not the same background we're, we're the same age we um all go to school in london we're going to uni inshallah this september but we're not um the same background one is kurdish and the other one is algerian mashallah so are you going to be going to the same uni as well or separate unis oh no separate unis but i think um no yeah separate unis yeah alhamdulillah mashallah that's really nice it's nice and it's really admirable. I think it's it's good to like look up these kind of things, um, you know, to do investigation. And it's nice that you found Bint Athens as well. I think, mashallah, I've seen. Yeah, she's. Uh, yeah. Mashallah, So, have you met other any other sisters who, for example, obviously you said that you've got a couple of friends who are interested in winding a club? Is yeah. For, from from their side um obviously you expressed that your father has some had some concerns for safety yeah, wearing yeah. it so he's being precautious alhamdulillah um but like what about your friends and do you know any other people who they've been told like oh you can't wear it or something like that um my friends actually their parents are quite um supportive of it alhamdulillah. um yeah alhamdulillah they're quite supportive of it and they haven't they haven't really expressed any complaints they're just taking it slow themselves mm -hmm. but um i think that with time my parents might come come around to um accept it but i haven't really met anyone whose parents have just said like outright no i've had some friends though 
some friends who have told me that like because I kind of announced on my um snapchat because my snapchat's quite personal and I kind of announced on my snapchat that um I think I'm going to stop wearing a cob and then two or three of my friends were like I don't support you doing this really yeah two or three that they literally said I do not support you doing this and then I just gave my reasons and then they they still were like no and then they kind of turned it into something about my safety because I know at first they were probably thinking I'm going too extreme with this Mm. and then I kind of related because I was I was laughing in my mind I was like this is just this this was literally me like two years ago because if one of my friends told me they want to stop wearing a cup I would be like why why do you want to do that to yourself like why do you want to cover yourself and all that stuff but alhamdulillah I think it's just you know with 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 knowledge comes like more reasoning so I just explained why I was doing it I gave them some hadith Alhamdulillah, now they talk to me like normally and then they're just like, oh, mashallah, I love the color of your niqab today and everything. Just like they weren't telling me like two months ago, I don't want you to do this. But Alhamdulillah, I think it's just just communicating with people who don't necessarily see eye to eye with you and like understanding where they're coming from, not coming across like argumentative or confrontational. Then they kind of start to accept it themselves and then they become even more supportive. So Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah, that's really much like that. beneficial. And I think you've really got the right approach as well, because it is really about having the knowledge. And I think it's it's not just when it comes to this issue of the niqab itself, but even other things in Islam. When you yeah. have knowledge and you understand why, then, um, you know, it can be explained to people easily. And I think as well, like, just like you said, people often think of it as something as being extreme. Yeah. like it's not the only thing in our religion which comes across as extreme for people sometimes I mean even in the media you know when they're when you see issues like for example I mean this is quite an extreme case obviously but when there's been like you know an act of terrorism or something like that and they're talking about the people who've like you know done these kind of you know really evil things yeah usually mention like oh well this person they used to be like a normal person like you know used to hang out with their friends and this and that and then all of a sudden they became really extreme they started praying five times a day oh honestly Honestly. i mean like so but they're linking you know the practice of the religion itself to so many negative things yeah yeah and i think this is something as muslims we need to really try to be careful about as well we don't fall into the same trap do you know one thing that I've noticed and I really didn't want to I really didn't want to I, I don't know it just it just really bugged me because recently I I watched two different videos and one of them was about like there was this thing like a few months ago with a Mufti Mankin and this sister that was just um may Allah guide her but she was quite like mm. confrontational to him and she was like shouting at him and everything she was saying like why are you why are you doing lies with women you are covered in their face and then some YouTubers some well-known Muslim Daddy YouTubers or whatever, yeah, they do. They did like reaction videos to it, and in the thumbnail, because the woman, she didn't show her face. She just we just saw her ceiling and her carpet, yeah. Yeah. But in the thumbnail, they put a picture of a nakabi mm-hmm. in the thumbnail. I'm like, okay, first of all, we don't know what she looks like. Secondly, why you you're deliberately what you're doing is you're associating the nakab to something negative. You're associating the yeah, nakab with someone who just wants to, do you understand, who just wants to come and be confrontational, that's not yeah. what it's about, like, we're normal people, do you understand, mm. and, like, it's just, it's, it's just, when, when that comes from our own fellow Muslim brothers and sisters, when they start associating the naqab to negative stuff, then obviously you're going to expect it from non-Muslims, so it just makes it worse for us, do you understand, yes, of course, yeah, yeah, subhanAllah, quite baffling, I just thought, because I remember I was watching that live on that day, and she didn't show her face, 
I'm just like, why are you putting a niqabi there? Yeah. You understand? Like, you're, uh, you're deliberately undermining our choice to actually, we know, like, we know the, 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 um, the difficulties and we know what, what would come if we stop wearing niqab and you're making it worse for us. We claim to be our brothers and our sisters. Do you understand? Yeah, so, I did. I, I had. I didn't know about that incident. I haven't. I haven't yeah. thought about it. I didn't. I didn't. I don't even think most people notice. They just see it as like normal now. They just randomly get a picture of a niqabi and put it as thumbnail, mm. and then they're like, "Oh, Allah, this sister was was confronting Musti Meg," and we're just like, "Yeah, okay, her actions. She could have gone about it better, but." You don't have to paint her as a. You don't have to use the niqab to paint her in a negative yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. And I think this is this is like a bit of it's, it's a big problem really because I think that you know obviously being you know you're in you're in YouTube yourself. I've got my YouTube channel as well, oh, and yeah. other sisters like Bint Athens, for example, who are you know making videos, putting content on YouTube, and you know wearing the niqab. Often we get criticised. For doing that because some yeah. people think that if a, a sister who is wearing the niqab shouldn't be even put shouldn't be exactly at all. or it's like be seen at all. Voice is aura. no it's not aura. <laughs> no it's not and, and the, the, the problem with that is that if we don't speak up for ourselves then we're always going to be spoken for from some exactly exactly you know? and so they're, not, they're never going to get it right yeah we're, we're trying to be modest still you know and there's nothing wrong with us speaking up and talking obviously everything yeah. is within reason and with them in the within the boundaries but subhanallah like when you have this kind of thing like then it gives more kind of you know reasons for people to say oh well look if sisters weren't putting their pictures of themselves in their car or whatever do you know what i mean like oh yeah then mm. they won't be able to use them and people like to twist things to towards their own kind of agendas towards their own kind of opinions Honestly. so this is one of the problems with that as well like why you know it's upon that it's like it's really quite sad that they did that actually very sad i saw on th three i think three different different thumbnails about the same video about reacting to the same sister I'm like subhanallah we, we literally don't know what this sister looks like so you're just you're just putting this there yeah, to, to further demonize her but yeah so you haven't worn out you haven't i'm assuming that you haven't worn the niqab outside i've worn it twice i can count the time the number of times i've worn okay. it twice yeah the first time i wear outside i did get some stares from um, some of the people who live around me okay but um the first time, yeah, the first time I wore it out, but then I just, because like, it was during Corona, so I was just like, you, you can't tell me not to cover my face, like, you're yeah. all covering, you're all wearing face masks, yeah. like, what am I doing? And the second time, it was, it was um kind of the same, but I didn't really feel anything um about it. I don't go out usually, I just um go out probably once a week to a post office to post some um art stuff, but yeah, I've worn it twice, I haven't worn it um when it wasn't, like, in quarantine, so, Yeah. I did say to a sister recently, I think it was on yeah on Instagram, because sister said that she um really been wanting to wear niqab for quite a long time, and um but since the um lockdown, you know, she's worn it a couple of times outside. And I said, alhamdulillah, yeah. like you know, I encourage sisters like this time, especially when everybody's wanting to cover their face, anyways, hmm. if it, if it makes it easy much easier. Yeah, if you want to actually just start doing it, because I've noticed yeah. personally that I mean, to be honest, alhamdulillah for me, I don't feel that. I really get stares wearing the niqab I, I don't know like oh, maybe I, it could be just me because like I'm not somebody who cares like I'm just yeah like a bit in my own world so um 
but I, I noticed with um you know sisters that i know who wear it they say that like since the whole lockdown thing people aren't giving them like dirty looks as like how as much before and stairs and stuff like that they feel like it's almost like people are looking at them like yeah you know you're used to this kind of thing because people are covering their faces now too and mm. i was saying to um, a friend um recently that i find that i kind of feel sorry for people having to wear a mask now especially like on the public transport because I've in the jobs that I do like I've, I've worked as a decorator and you know you wear those um decorating masks they're quite like you can't breathe in them this really quite yeah, yeah. Like, you know I mean? quite yeah it's quite constricting yeah and even the medical mask as well it's not as bad as a decorating mask but it's still like you really you feel like it's really like in your face like I know that probably sounds silly to some people but wearing in a car but I, I often forget that I've even got it on you know so, yeah that's one so thing I noticed when I wore it yeah. out too I was just like I just felt like I was out showing my face but then yeah. I wasn't because especially yeah. when, when you've got the right nail carbon obviously I'm sure you get some that I know that you get some the fabric isn't even good and like maybe it's not very breathable at all but these days mm. there's a good selection of nail carbs where the fabric's very light very breathable yeah, you, you, know, you don't even feel like you're wearing anything you know so alhamdulillah yeah honestly i think one of the um main um uh factors that made me want to start wearing it was the representation um, the representation online like especially on instagram mm -hmm. i i have so many more because before my feed used to be just filled with like the normal mainstream women out there that you know the models that you just look at and then you turn yeah. on your phone just like wow i'm fat do you understand but yeah. then alhamdulillah um, i started finding more and more naqabi sisters to follow on on instagram and even if they weren't necessarily bloggers or like um public figures just seeing them on my feed just made me feel like oh my gosh I'm not alone in this so I just love I think that that's one thing that people can't start saying that oh um Nikabi sisters should just stay stay off social media and everything because then what good are they gonna do do you understand like yeah, even the hijabi yeah. even the hijabi most of the hijabi sisters out there it's still like quite um hard to reach do you understand like some people just look at it and like I can't become like that I can't like they still feel what's that word self-conscious kind yes, of yes of course yeah However, when you see like most nakabi sisters or just just baby sisters on um social media and they just share like beneficial stuff not really stuff trying to uh boast or anything like that it's just it's just very refreshing to see that on your feed and i would recommend yeah. that definitely anyone who wants to start um wearing niqab or just jilbab or abaya or anything modest in general definitely find um, more modest influencers online on Instagram and on YouTube because it helps 100% honestly that's one of the benefits of social media alhamdulillah alhamdulillah so as a as a young sister who's just starting her niqab journey um, what would you advise other sisters um, who would like to also wear the niqab from your um, personal experience um, I'd say that first and foremost, don't keep it a secret mm -hmm. because I think that alhamdulillah, obviously my parents, they, they, they're not 100% on board with it, but I think if I kept it a secret to them, they'd be even worse now because okay. now they're on the border of like, if I decide to wear it out there, they'll just be like, oh, you're wearing it out. They won't like shout at me or anything. So definitely don't keep it a secret. And then like, also like kind of look into yourself and do a self-evaluation and see if you're really ready to start wearing it because 
you will get alhamdulillah i haven't gotten a lot of negative feedback but people will get negative feedback and if some if um someone out there is like someone who's easily swayed by opinions of others or who's easily swayed by by um uh, what people say then i don't think that going into the club journey like quite fast is like the right um decision mm -hmm. so i think to strengthen yourself as a person to talk to people about it and to research yourself don't just do it because other people are doing it find your own reason because alhamdulillah now i found my own reason if anyone tries to combat me and why i'm wearing it i'll have my own reasons in my head and when i recite it out it makes me stronger in it so if you don't have your own reason if you don't have your own reason you're just doing it because you see other people doing it and they look nice in it then it's going to be so feeble you know and you're it's going to be you're going to have a, a reason to take it off very easily and that's the same thing with hijab actually yes. when you find sisters sisters that, that are more susceptible to taking their hijab off it's because they don't know why they're doing it and because they don't have their own reason to do it so you have your own reason you have the knowledge behind it mm -hmm. alhamdulillah you should be fine with niqab whether it's niqab jilbab hijab inshallah you should be fine i think those inshallah, are the female I totally agree with you, sister. That's really, mashallah, really wise, wise um, point of view and statement. So, finally, to end the interview, I'll ask you, what does the niqab mean to you? Subhanallah, that's that's a big question. Uh, it means yeah. it means so much. It means it means so much, even though it's like a, just a little bit of cloth. I think that whenever I wear it, I just feel. And it's a cliche to say this, I just feel so connected mm -hmm. to Allah and I feel more self-conscious. I'm just like, I'm wearing this and I know that I have to be, I have to be a representative now. I have to make sure that I'm wearing this and I'm making people understand the reality of Islam. I feel like to me, it's a tool for me to show myself as a Muslim. Mm -hmm. Because lots of people see women in the hijab um, because alhamdulillah, London especially, it, there are so many hijabis. When you start wearing niqab, you become like, sing like singled out. You become like in, in the rare category. Mm -hmm. And when you start wearing it and you behave like in such a beautiful way and your character like radiates, e even though people can't see your face and people are actually like more drawn to you or drawn to like the deen, I think that's one, one thing that I love about niqab, you know, it brings so many people towards the deen. And alhamdulillah. yeah, alhamdulillah, if, you, if I could do that with wearing niqab, alhamdulillah, then I feel like, you know, I've just, yeah, alhamdulillah. alhamdulillah. It's, it's just so much, it's so much more than a piece of cloth, so much more than a face covering. It is a manifestation of your faith. And it, 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 I feel like it makes you a better person. If you, if you have those real intentions behind it and you have those real intentions like oh, you want to be close to Allah you, you want to um follow his rules to the best that you can and leave nothing out for doubt alhamdulillah Allah should make it easier for you and he should um make the people love you for it alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. alhamdulillah. so um can I ask you as well like you know you obviously you give advices and things on your YouTube channel so what kind of motivated you to want to do that as well um I think I kind of I kind of found my faith again, if you if you want to call it like that. When um, uh, a few years ago, when I lost um, my best friend um, to cancer, may Allah have mercy on her soul. Or mercy on her soul. So when uh, when I kind of lost her, I became closer and closer to the Quran, and then I started to learn more and more and more. And then 
like because I've already I've read I've had read it before before then mm-hmm. and I just kept on discovering new things and I was like subhanallah some things I would tell my parents and even they wouldn't know and I was just like I want to share it with everyone you know because when you find something good you want to share it if you have a pure heart alhamdulillah mm-hmm. you would want to share it and you wouldn't want to keep it to yourself so I, I just thought you know what's the like most efficient way and I find sometimes some of, some of my friends I'd share it to and they'd, they'd just be like, why are you so religious? You know, I've had, that, I've had that comment thrown at me so many times. Why are you so Islamic? Why are you so religious? So then I was like, instead of me just um, showing it to people that I'm, I know, I want to show it to people that I don't necessarily know, which is when I started posting more stuff on Instagram. And then eventually that um, led to me starting a YouTube. It's all in trying to share what I have learned. And it actually motivates me to want to learn more. Because you learn yeah alhamdulillah you learn by sharing because when 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 you when you shared enough and you feel like oh my gosh I still want to share more you would want to learn more so alhamdulillah I feel like and and social media um I wanted to use it in a beneficial way and not in a in a in a way that's not it doesn't really necessarily harm but it doesn't help you doesn't bring any benefit yes exactly so alhamdulillah I wanted I just wanted to find that middle ground and I believe that looking for more knowledge not necessarily being a student like I don't have like a sheikh teacher or anything Mm. just stuff that I learn and I feel like I want to share and stuff that I know have changed my life I just want to share it and have other people go through the same experiences alhamdulillah Alhamdulillah. the prophet he did say that we should you know we should share um share the you know islam or give dawah even if it's just sharing one ayah yeah alhamdulillah Alhamdulillah. yeah 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 yeah, Ashallah, because I remember um, one time actually, because um, sometimes sisters o- often ask me, oh, you know, they say they want to wear the niqab, for example, but their husbands won't let them. And I yeah. get quite a few messages like that. And then, um, you know, whenever a sister asks me a question, I just say, well, I'll answer in a video. So I'll, uh, like a, you know, just a little video on the Instagram or something so that others can benefit from it. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So in that way, you're not just benefiting one person, you're exactly. benefiting anyone who might come across it. Yeah, And that's one of the beautiful things about asking a question. You, at least, like, a lot of people have the same question or similar question. Yeah, yeah. So because I'm people, not, like, yeah. somebody who's, like, so knowledgeable or something, I always say, that I'm not a scholar you know I'm not I mean but like just from my own research that I've done you know I'm just giving this information and I remember one time somebody was like oh well if you're not a scholar why are you even answering the question and it's just like well that's not that's not the point honestly if 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 people if people who weren't scholars were not to answer questions then most of our questions wouldn't be answered there's only a handful of scholars in this world like you know and and that's the thing as well I think um, another issue that we have in like you know just in our in Muslim as cultures culture as Muslims is uh, a lot of people they kind of put they put people on a pedestal so it's like you know they they'll look up to you maybe when you don't deserve it but yeah you might know yeah. a little bit of something and I'm not saying like you know we shouldn't respect people of knowledge of course we have to respect people of knowledge and Mm. we should aspire to do better all the time but when you just put somebody on a pedestal it's like it's almost sometimes I think people do that and make it as an excuse for themselves not to improve if that makes sense yes I understand completely what you're saying for example like in some situations where there's like a difference of opinion Mm. they'll just be like oh I asked this teacher and he said it's fine I'm gonna follow this one when it's not necessarily like the right but because you're putting him or her on a level where they're, they're not necessarily supposed to be yeah then i don't want to do any more work like yeah exactly. wanna, 
I, I know like in Islam we are encouraged to take the easiest of the of of two opinions or something like that but sometimes there is an actual correct opinion exactly and, yeah. and not only that but I feel like as I said that people they just want to kind of they just want to like be so laid back like they don't want to improve or they they put someone in a pedestal and make themselves feel like well oh that person's really religious and i can i can never be that religious or yeah like, yeah that's that's one phrase that like, you always i can i can never yeah. be that religious yes yeah, like putting themselves down can't try. i think it's not good like yeah you know, so you know we should we should try to have high aspirations and not mm. to beat yourself up but you know try to improve yourself don't look at somebody else and think oh i can never get to that position because you know they're not a prophet or something do you know what i mean like they they've, yeah. they've worked hard to get to where they are and there's no reason why you can't do the same as well exactly exactly wise words <laughs> exactly yeah. so well just like for giving me your time today sister i really appreciate it and it's been really <laughs> nice for putting up with me alhamdulillah and um inshallah i'll put the link to your youtube channel and uh, have you got a website for your art um no my art's just on instagram right now art by saliha alhamdulillah so we yeah, i'll put a i'll put a link to your um instagram as well in the description box so that people can you know check out your stuff inshallah thank you so you much yeah inshallah jazakallah khair may allah bless you for this alhamdulillah i really get a lot from your podcast alhamdulillah so honored i was actually featured on one alhamdulillah assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh